When it comes to hunting boots, how many pairs does one man need? Well, how many seasons are there? Turkey season? Deer season? Duck season? Dove season? Honey, how many pairs of boots does one man need? At least one more pair. For just about everything for hunting, go to MidwayUSA.com. I'm Larry Potterfield with Midway USA. Thanks for your business. Hunting is not easy. It never has been. It takes dedication, motivation, a lot of patience, and quality gear. If you manage a food plot, put up stands, or need just one more game camera, we can help at MidwayUSA.com. We opened our doors in 1977 and continue to put customers first by offering super fast, same day shipping. For just about everything for the outdoors, go to MidwayUSA.com. Hey, I just got back from lunch. Did you finish that report yet? Uh, well, not exactly. I'm still working on it. I'm not finished just yet. Uh, I got a little sidetracked, but I will get them to you first thing this afternoon. <laughs> it is first thing this afternoon. Well, yeah, I, I understand that, but I mean, I, I am working on it. But I'll have, I'll what do you mean that the report isn't finished yet? I'm, I'm still in the process of working on it. I've just been a little distracted. Just distracted? Our meeting starts in an hour. Have it. You, you no no. What were you doing? Were you listening to another hunting podcast again? I swear, I give the staff in this office the freedom to do whatever they want to do as long as they meet a deadline. That is the first bullet underneath your job description. Pays attention to detail and deadline and deadline. Dude, are you even listening to me right now? Welcome to episode 88 of the Whitetail Distraction Podcast. I'm Austin, and joining me on my porch, Charles Headland. How you doing, buddy? Oh, baby. I'm good, <laughs> man. What's going on? Oh, man. It's a beautiful night. It is a beautiful night. I got my fishing like hoodie thing on. I know. I know. Even though the yakking for bass challenge is over. It just ended. Just wrapped up, but I'm not mad about it. I'm a little sad. You should be anything. sad. I'm not mad. I'm I sad. I threw you a stomping, boy. Yeah. I mean, you did okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Would you beat me in one outing out, pretty much? Two. I went out and... Mm. I'm saying that one outing you had, though, where you really laid into them, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, I laid into them pretty heavy. Yeah, I had I, all upgrades. It was awesome. I don't think I had one fish, even, that would have made your, your load out. Like, it was just a horrible year for it. Dude, it was, it was an interesting year, to say the least. I didn't get out that much. I got out a lot more than I did last year, but I didn't get out that much. See, if my- I would have been... When the spawn was hitting, I think I'd have done a lot better. I just didn't have any time. Yeah, I was the complete opposite. Last year with COVID year, I didn't have baseball. No, oh, so yeah. I was out all the time. I yeah. was out in the mornings. I was out in the evenings. I mean, I was out consistently after turkey season almost every single day. Yeah, I remember. This year, nope, no Nothing. bueno. <laughs> it, it was tough, man. We made a we made a whippy old t- – we, we won a championship, our, our high school. Mm-hmm. Won a championship and then made a run into the state playoffs for the first time ever in school history, so – I can't be mad about it, but... No, no, that's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, but it took up a lot of time. I mean, we just wrapped up last week, you know, and now it's over. So, with five days to go, our season pretty much wrapped up, and then I, I went to the WCB shoot. Yep, which so, was awesome, I hear. It was unbelievable, man. An unbelievable experience. I mean, it was so much fun. Um, the course, <laughs> it was a blast, but it was cool. You know, Trev and Steve came up. Uh, Trev came from Connecticut, and Steve came up from Virginia. And they used to meet, like, right 
basically in Youngstown, Ohio. Yeah, right by us. And then drive out. And when I heard that on their podcast last year on their way back, I'm like, dude, just meet at my house if it's not too too far away from where you were meeting originally. I sent them the address. They're like, yep, be there at 5 a.m. That's crazy. I was like, all right, well, I got to I got to make some make sure things happen because Dina was going down to Florida. And I had to make sure that someone was there to watch the dogs. Yeah. So I actually got Ferletta to take the dogs out <laughs> midday. Nice. And it worked out great. I got the day off of work, and they picked me up. We drove straight out. You know, I helped them guys out, and they, they really helped me out, obviously, being able to drive with them. And we got up, got the whole – we got to basically get there. We ate. We met with a couple guys, and then we set up the whole course with, like, all the guys. I That's mean, awesome, man. Kurt, Eric, Doug, Austin, Chandler, you know – Ross Bigger was there. I mean, everyone was there. We were all setting it up. Some other dudes. Uh, Clint Casper was there. He's the man. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that Clint hit on me, but at the same time, wanted me to hit on his girl. To send, You know, it was getting weird, but that's Ooh, Clint. buddy. Yeah. yeah, he was feisty. <laughs> I shared a cigar with him. That's all it took. I pretty much took his girlfriend home. That's crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny because Kurt was kind of like in the... Fu mode, like because I I guess last year they were saying it was too easy. Uh, people were saying it was too easy. Oh, he was so like, he made it tough. Yeah, he's like, bring it on, boys. Let's make this as hard as it possibly can be. And for pretty much a forty and in course, other than tough. one target, dude, there was literally spots where you could not hit the ten ring because there was a tree in the way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was funny because you know we play it where you have to sit, you have to have a foot on that peg. Yeah, I mean, there was times where you'd have to do basically a split as wide as you could. And then just lean out to get around stuff just Unreal. to see the target. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> and those shots were so much fun. I bet. No, yeah. that makes it fun too. Like, and you're just messing with people. That that is really cool though, too. Yeah, it was a blast. Yeah. Like, I mean, there was moving targets. Like there was a carp on a runner that you just pull a string and let it go, and it runs down and you That's shoot cool. at thirty yards. <laughs> it was a lot of fun, man. The guys were absolutely awesome. It was an an amazing time. We got to. Uh, hang out at their new studio the, the night before the shoot do the shoot and then uh after that there was an after party with tons I'm of sure people. It was wild man dude tons of people live music booze food uh, just man i mean people like you went to illinois to go to a shoot it, it was so much more than that yeah i'm sure you know the shooting was fun the t- you know 30 course was fun but it was the people that we met you know the friends made the connections you know i got to talk to johnny utah for a good while yeah you know, Clint Casper, like I said, we're sharing cigars, you know, beating each other up, <laughs> hanging out with <laughs> Joe Humphreys, the big time, oh, you yeah. know. It's just, uh, you know, Wade from Gator Outdoors, unreal, you know. Dude, I'm honestly, I'm I'm, I'm jealous I couldn't go. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. It was fun. It sounds got, like it. Next year, we got to make a point to get both of us out there. We'll do it. We'll it, do it for sure. It'll I, be a lot easier next year, too. Yeah. I'll keep going back as long as they'll have me. Yeah, man. <laughs> and, uh, you know, speaking of shooting, we got a shoot coming up here, too. Camo Cares, man. Yes, we do. That's you excited? on my birthday. Yeah. It's going to be my third shoot of the Freaking year. Usually, birthday, man. How often is it when we get to Camo Cares and it's the first time we've pulled our bows out of the bag, basically? Several, several times. <laughs> uh, probably going to be very close to it for me, too. So. Yeah, get your stuff out, man. I know. I just got to get shooting, man. I've had so many things I've been doing lately that I've just been so busy. Yeah. I it's okay, you. though. I'm, I'm not real worried about it. I'm still going to, uh, you know, take down those boys from PA Bowhunting. Ooh, <laughs> shots fired. They, I'm kidding. <laughs> they will be there. They're actually going to spend the uh, evening up there with us at the camp Friday night. Yeah, man. man I'm excited. That's going to be fun. They're not in our group, but they're going to be in another group shooting at the same time. And oh, then... yeah. We're going to compare scores. We're going to have a little wager going on, I think. Uh-oh. 
It's going to be, be fun. fun. We're actually going to bring our stuff up and probably podcast up there, too. That's what I'm planning on. Place, I already so. talked to Justin about it. Awesome. Yeah, man. Good yeah, stuff. Man. Well, let's talk about a couple people that make this podcast possible real quick. Let's hit them quick. Yeah, we kind of drug that out in that intro because we haven't seen each other in a while. It's true, man. But, I mean, first and foremost, I, I'm Scree Gear, you know. Um, man, I can't say enough about their clothing and their, their product line. Just unbelievable head-to-toe. Get yourself covered. Merino wool layering system. Listen to last episode with Lock Wheeler. We really break that down. Yeah, that's the main thing I can tell you. If you want to learn anything about Scree Gear, go back to our last episode with Lock Wheeler. It's yeah. just he breaks down everything, down to his favorite pieces that he likes, what you should do if you want to just start getting into it. Mm-hmm. You know, guys, use your our code WDP20 to get yourself 20% off your first purchase. That's right. That's right. And then leading right into that, man, speaking of shooting your bow, Veteran Innovative Products. VIP. VIP, man. They make the best broadheads on the market, guys. If you don't like veterans, you're just not American. You can get the hell out. Who doesn't like a combat veteran? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) They can tell the stories, man. The best of the best right there. And it actually plays in the broadhead as well. I mean, those combat veterans are absolutely nasty. They are mean, man. They are just destruction on deer. I'll tell you what. On everything. I only know personally from deer, but they're just... Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. I got a whole new quiver full of them this year, ready to go. That's Already what I'm ready about. to rock and roll. I never even touched them. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, you know, fishing season just ended, but you know, it's never a bad time. It's still summertime, guys. It's just starting summer, really. Yeah. Fishing season's on. Fishing season's, season's the yak on. Yak for bass is over. Exactly. Exactly. Our tournament's over, but you know, if you guys are looking for a new watercraft of any sort, Go look at New Canoe. Get yourself the most badass kayaks on the market. My Unlimited will be here in about two weeks. That's what I'm talking I'll about, buddy. i picking it up, and I will definitely be hitting the water. Stoked. Stoked. Flint's coming to me, buddy. Absolutely. And last but not least, the tail end of probably these announcements, but, you know, ANF Custom Calls, man. You know, it's turkey season's over. It's over. <laughs> but... You know, it's never too early to get your calls and get practicing for next year either. Yeah, man. Um, you know, Kyle hooks us up, and he's a good dude, and his calls are unbelievable. I can't even count how many birds died off of them They this killed year. a ton of birds this year, man. I mean, shoot, between all of us that are using them right now, and, and we got a good bunch using them right now. Yeah, I got one right here. Yes, you do. I finally, <laughs> I finally got Austin's call. From this year. I've been using my last year's calls, man. They're good. That's what I've been doing, too, to be honest with you. I got my, my new calls this year. I'll break this one in coming up this this like, yeah. later in the yeah. year. Yeah, drive around, break it in a little bit because, yep. I mean, they are tight. But when you get them to that sweet spot. Ooh, they're money, dude. Your range of volume is just unreal, too. Yeah, I so. agree, man. I agree. Well, that's it, man. Yeah. Well, who do we have on this episode today, man? It was a specific request to come on, episode 88. Yeah, I'd like to dial into why that was such a specific request, even though I already know. But I'm sure our audience does not. And you know what? This guy to my left here, he better be shooting those combat veterans this year. Oh, buddy, yeah. Yeah. Hey, I bud. got three of them. I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah, you better be. There's no more excuses. We're going hard, and you're going to absolutely annihilate some animals with those. I'm hoping for it. Uh, I tried the kill zones last year, and I just I wasn't really impressed. It was just carnage, but it just there's no penetration there, and I need penetration, man. I I, I need it. That sounded weird. <laughs> sounded really weird coming out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, once it rolled off my tongue, I was like, oh, <laughs> don't we? But all. uh, yeah. I mean. Everything it touched, it annihilated it, but it just, it didn't have the 
It just didn't have the penetration, and the blades were just cheap. And yeah, I mean, you, I'm not gonna trash the people, but I always loved NAP. I mean, I shot uh, what, what the heck are Spitfires. Spitfires for the longest time. Yep. And I figured I needed something new after uh, losing Jimmy. Jimmy, uh, poor Jimmy. Yeah. I, oh, Jimmy. After put one down through Jimmy's Jimmy back and just not getting that that pass through, which not like you're expecting it at that point. It was a stupid shot, and it just. Only chance I had, but after that, I'm like, I need something that just can take down anything, you know. And and the kill zone is not where it's at, so yeah, I ordered up some of those uh, VIP veterans, combat veterans, combat veterans. Yeah, yep. yep. They're and, just uh, nasty, dude. They, they really are. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Yeah, uh, we're gonna. I think. Uh, by the way, this is my younger brother Joe. He's been on multiple episodes. He's back. Yeah, I didn't get an introduction. Um. You're expecting me to talk. I'm like, hey, <laughs> call my name. Call my name. <laughs> Joe is back. He's here to talk about a rather small deer that he shot last year. Um, but we'll, we'll get into that here in a second. Yeah, guys, uh, I'm excited. While, We're getting man. into freaking whitetails again. I'm really excited about yeah. this. This is the Whitetail Distraction Podcast. I love turkey hunting. I love <sighs> bass fishing. So sad. But I am absolutely ate up with whitetail hunting dude dude to be honest with you this is the first year that i have you know actually been walking away from turkey as easy as it's been in a long time (laughs) it was really hard the last few years because it seemed like it was really hot at the end of the year and we were really getting on them and killing you know a lot of birds but it seems like we killed all the birds first half of the season this year yeah first two weeks Plus with Oklahoma, West Virginia. We yeah. went so hard in Oklahoma, it was hard to yeah. to go as hard once we got home. Yeah. Yeah, and we still got it done, you know, and, and had a lot of opportunities. You know, Joe and I went out one time and, you know, put a tom in front wow. of him at 20 yards. I heard about this. Oh, I'm my. so sorry, we dude. We need to touch on that because that was, <sighs> dude. That was <laughs> unheard of. I heard it was the of the click-click variety. <laughs> it was <laughs> almost <laughs> like every every time... I'm turkey hunting. Like, sometimes things come together. Yeah. But they just come together, like, randomly. This was a perfect setup. We sit down, birds up in the roost, ready to go. Hens are responding. Hens pop down 15 yards, you know, pitch 15 yards in front of us. Yeah. Damn near landed on us. (laughs) And I'm like, hook, line, sinker. This is game over. Bird come out, unexpected spot, swung the gun over as soon as it got behind a tree. I get on it. It jumps up on this stump. Perfect. Like golden goose. And I put the bead right where it's supposed to be. Click. What is going on? (laughs) I start losing it. And I got my over under. And you could switch which barrel you want to use. Yeah. And just like a freak out, I'm thinking switch to the other barrel. But really, it already shot that other barrel. Just press it. You know, pull the trigger again. Pull the trigger, yeah. So set up on it again click again and after that it was just game over but oh buddy how do you have two misfires struck pins i don't know it's, that, that was divine intervention it, it, that bird dude <laughs> we, that bird is forever known as lucky that's the, it's the same one a week before i brought my niece in and set up on and she missed him at 12 yards oh my goodness over top of the decoy and you know i beat myself up over it on a previous episode you know set up to her too close whatever you know and then we go back in on the same bird, same roost. I knew he wasn't going to come out into the field, so we, we snuck into the woods because I had him, not kids. Yeah. We didn't need a blind, and we set up on a tree together, and, I mean, he was unexpected of where it came out. I 
damn near told him exactly the tree the thing was going to walk past. But unbelievable, you know, some kids just don't listen. Um, but it hey, didn't it was matter. Supposed to go left, he went right. But it yeah, didn't. he was supposed to come out. You know, we thought the birds might come work past us. It was funny they landed and worked from our left to our right, and then he came out and didn't work out. But man, it was that was it. That the was bad actually, part was we were beating ourselves up all day over it when it wasn't our it fault. Wasn't even yeah. our you fault. know, right, it's right. like didn't do anything wrong, and we yeah. did everything right. Honestly, we did everything right. Bird never even knew we were there. Yeah. <laughs> the second yeah. click, he got nervous, and we thought he flew away. Well, we had walked over there. It's actually a freaking cliff, straight drop off. He oh, just he just pitched, pitched to the other yeah. side. Oh man! And kept gobbling. <laughs> you know, what? I'm like son of a gun. So it was funny. <laughs> the funniest part of that whole story that actually the comic relief of it all after being really upset, <laughs> we kept hearing putting, like loud putting, and we're like, "What the hell is that?" And at one point, we sat there so long, we thought it was him just over the hill. We didn't realize it was a cliff. We, we've never been to this part. Yeah, literally. We thought it was just a hill. And he gobbled, and then he starts putting, or we thought he was putting. And out of nowhere, I'm like, dude, Joe was like, man, I'm so, my, everything's numb. I'm like, yeah, me too. It's like, I got to move. We start That's the moving. Worst, man. And it's just, pop, 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 pop. And I'm like, oh, go, go, get down, get back down, get back down. He's right there. He's right there. <laughs> and then I'm like, you got to crawl up, and you got to get to that hill and shoot him. He t- he starts crawling like five feet. Pop, 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 pop. I'm like, stop, 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 get down, get down, get down. He lays down on his belly. And then I look up and I see a hen up in a tree, up in a roost still. Jumping limbs. And I and see I'm it like, too. And I'm like, oh my uh, God. Idiot. Oh, dude. And they saw me when I saw them. I mean, I'm sure they saw me prior. But at that point, we just stood up and they take off. Them, and I was yeah. like, yeah, all right. Better than sitting there for another hour just yeah. hearing these things putt at us. We did hear another bird though that morning, a big, big bird from way down below. And this was a really nice one too, probably 10, 11 inch beard. I mean, real nice. Oh, that's a good bird, man. It was a really yeah. good bird, but probably a two year old, just the way he's been acting all year. Because the bird I shot, this one moved in on the same property after I shot mine. So I'm guessing he was a little inferior to the, the big one I shot, and that yeah. was definitely an old, I mean, big, big old <clears throat> mean bird that I shot. Yeah, it was a gnarly bird, dude. Yeah. So, that's that's it. That was pretty much my turkey season. You know, I went out a couple times after that, but I wasn't into it. It got really hot, really green around here. Like, I couldn't make a trip up to the camp, so it wasn't even worth it to me. And last year up to camp, and the season was fire, it was dude. fire. It was also fire. cold. It was, yeah, and it wasn't as green up there. That's true. You know, we had a so, really late season last year, and this year it came early, man. It got warm really early. Really early, and everything yeah. got green, like, first, Quick. basically, first day of the season. It was already green. Literally. And that's not like us that's at all. That's not typical for around here at all. You know, and, and last year I had a, a tom breeding a hen on the last day of the season up there, weird enough, you know. I'm guessing yeah. she had already nested and probably got destroyed. It happens, man. But it was fun. It was a good yeah. season. I think um, I watched nine birds hit the ground. I can't complain about that. You know, Oklahoma was a success, yeah. huge success. You know, we had a ton of fun out there. Joe and I, I was both got birds. And almost got two. We should have had two. Coyote chased off the second set of birds we were calling in. I mean, they were at 55 yards probably. And, like, I'm sure if it was light enough, we probably could have seen the tips of their heads. Like, they were right there. Yeah. And then Coyote comes running out from, like, 10 feet behind Yeah, we us. had that Jake come in that last day out of Oklahoma, and I was just like, I don't really feel like cleaning the oh, yeah. bird. And we, we I was did. hoping for a Tom at that point, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. The first Jake, you know, I killed just because I never killed a Rio Grande turkey before, you mm-hmm. know. It's like. 
Why that, not? Why not? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, we all shot Jake's. Had an yeah. opportunity, I took it. I'm, I'm not going to be picky <laughs> after driving 16 hours. Yeah, yeah, for a turkey that I've never killed before. Yeah, yeah. I'm never right even there with seen you, before, before. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that was that place was a blast, man. It if it so wasn't fun. for that, yeah, I would have went out more during the spring. But Oklahoma after that, was I was good. like, I was almost like a little bit burnout. Like you get after you go on our our deer trips, you know. Yeah, man. You're just you're hitting it hard every day. You're hitting it hard every day, and then it's you hard know, to keep going once you, once you pound like, the pavement uh, all the time. That's yeah. tough. Yeah, yeah. day after a, day, you just after get our deer trips, out. dude. Yeah. I come home and they're like, "Let's go bear hunting," and I'm like, "I was just gone for <laughs> over a week hunting, you know, eight Ten hours days. a day." Yeah, yeah, and that's tough. No, coming back man, from I can't. Our I can't do that. And deer, yeah. But Oklahoma was a blast. And we, I forgot, we did pass up on that, Jake. Me, me, Joe, and Matt Garris were sitting there. Yeah. Oh, Dude, that was good. I was out trying to record it. Matt was hiding behind a little tree on the, on the corner of this field, and we were calling in this little Jake, and he's hammering, right? And he's going to try to – he's filming him on his phone. He was going to try to catch him with his hands. <laughs> <laughs> I hand him my gun. I go – Hey, you want to shoot him? He's like, nah, I just like to watch him. <laughs> yeah. no, he's like, I haven't shot a gun in 30 years. That's I, so I just funny, like to man. watch him. I was like, yeah, no, nope, that's cool, means. man. Whatever, I'm down for it. That dude's awesome. Man. He is Go, really cool. Yeah, listen, n- not a sponsor, out on a land manufacturing is by far one of the top in the game in saddle. Oh, for sure, man. Tree stands. Their new tree stand. Oh, yeah. Wow. And their saddle platforms. He comes out with so many different platforms every year. Yeah. His shikar sticks, rock like, solid. His shikar sticks are unbelievable, dude. And if everybody met him, they'd probably buy more of his stuff just because he's so awesome. He's so you know? cool, he's man. Just such a cool guy. It's like, all right, I'll give you whatever you want. Yeah, <laughs> I will. Here's never, my wallet. <laughs> yeah, I will never buy from anyone else. Yeah, plain and simple. Yeah, they're awesome. To man. do what he's done for us and, and for nothing. Yeah, I mean the guy is just absolutely incredible. Yeah, absolutely incredible. <laughs> Can't thank him enough. So, huge shout out to him. But, all right, turn the page. Boy, this is it. This is the officially, well, we still never covered the Oklahoma story. We're still going to. Here's what we're going to do about that, though. I want to get it done very soon here. Maybe we'll wait on it. But I want to drop it next spring. Okay. Go into turkey season with just an unreal freaking story. I mean, I'm never going to forget it. We can talk about it next spring. I'm just saying. But I want to get it I, this year, I'm so. officially announcing here today that we are turning the page away from turkey season and we are now officially going to talk about maybe fishing. Deer today, for sure. Maybe bow fishing, because there's a trip coming up. Okay. That just gave me the jitters, man. And Ooh. whatever else we want to do. Bow fishing, I like it. man. Oh, that was yeah. a blast last I'm year. I'm freaking bummed I couldn't get last year, too. I had a brand new baby and stuff, and well, stuff was going on with the baby. It was just it was tough, man. August, uh, August 19th through the 22nd. That's right after my birthday. Birthday present. Maybe a birthday present. I'm going to have to talk to your wife. Okay, we'll see. Might you, be an early bachelor party for this guy over here. I better freaking be able to go. Listen, I think I'm gonna have like I three. Or, there's openings. I think I'm gonna have like three or four bachelor parties. Just keep like dragging people to things. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> All right, let's turn this page. Let's turn, turn this page. page. Let's go into whitetails. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to hear a whitetail story. Right Listen, I'm, I'm gonna lose my mind. Amped. Whole, that whole point of that whole thing I just got into was to tell you how excited I am for deer now for the first time, like all spring, early. So- oh boy. <laughs> Yes, oh, that was so good. Hurt my shoulder. That was so good. Made a lot of noise. I'm sorry. I don't even care. Worth I don't it. Care. That was worth it. That was an epic high five. Joe, <laughs> tell me, buddy, <laughs> how was your season last year? Wow, wow. Uh, it okay, was fantastic, it was man. It was the best season of my life. Yeah, I tagged out in PA, first time ever, and that's saying a lot. Having 
five doe tags. <laughs> and a buck you know? tag. And a buck tag, yeah, obviously. But yeah, it was it was a blast, man. Uh the season after last season, uh last season was a lot of ups and downs, more downs than ups. And then that last day of gun I got uh Mr. Big. Yeah, go back and listen to your previous episode. Yeah, go back and listen Great to that story. episode. I mean that that was just a a crazy story of three Pope and Young bucks in one season. Like having an opportunity in archery season and two Pope and Young bucks in one week and yeah. then last day at rifle getting it done on the biggest of all three up the mountains like that's it's unheard of you can't even write stories like that it's just it was wild so this year i came into it like full throttle man yeah and i wanted to get on it hot and heavy like early early and i just things kept coming up things kept coming up and it wasn't until like probably two weeks prior that i got around to putting up cameras my yeah i think it was two weeks so Finally, I found this day. Of course, it was probably the hottest day of the year, like always. <laughs> I decided to go run around in the woods. Yeah. And uh, called up my buddy McCoy. He got side-by-side. Side, so I'm like, hey, bring the side-by-side side down. I'm just going to pack up on cameras. I'm getting crazy this year. I probably bought three cameras that day, and we're going out. We're setting them up. I want to set up like four to five cameras. So, So after Jimmy, I'm thinking... I need to see everywhere, you know. I need to know what's going on everywhere in this property because I didn't even, you know, I didn't know he was hitting up different parts of his property. Right, right. I had one camera set up last year because I had some camera difficulties, and I was only seeing him in one spot. And when, when I wasn't seeing him in that one spot, where was he? Where is he, yeah. Exactly. So I'm thinking I got I to gotta spread my wings. <laughs> and uh, so... We load up a side by side. We get all ready. He got, he got his chainsaw. Like we're ready for battle, man. <laughs> yeah. So we head up the hill and uh, that area that I shot Jimmy in last year. I set up a camera there. So and then we go up the hill and we run into a down tree right before we get to the field. And he starts sawing away at it. So I'm like, all right, let me go check out this area over here. There's always like crazy buck sign you know there's always rubs there's always big prints there's always big old <clears throat> what you think would be buck turds you know big old clumpy turds and years and years ago i had probably the biggest buck i ever seen in my life come through this trail so i'm gonna set up a camera here so i start waltzing over that way and i see the biggest scrape of my life dude <laughs> like i could probably park my truck on this thing it's, oh. it was so wide like i couldn't even believe it was a scrape at this point it was humongous it's probably a community scrape it was yeah dude there was probably eight bucks coming to that thing unreal and it was wild so i set up a camera on that he gets the tree all done we go down to my stand we set up a camera there and then uh we take off we go over in this spot we we found in uh spring turkey we set up a camera there it was just just dug in the ground trails like crazy sign didn't hunt it this year but maybe next year there'll be a little bit better travel through there i had some i had a crappy camera there and it was just taking pictures of everything so we'll see about it this year so season starts two weeks later we head up to camp as usual 
I set up a camera, I mean, I set up a stand the day prior, which I really didn't want to do either, but they put up those gates on those roads and you can't get in there until, what, like maybe a week prior. Yeah, that's tough. So it would have probably added another mile to my walk. So I went back, set up a stand. Next day I go out. Uh, I get in and, you know, first day, man, it's beautiful. Like, there's nothing better in it. You just want to see a deer at this point. Yeah. And just to put down a doe would be just awesome. Around 9 o'clock, I had a couple deer cruise through. I get all set up. I'm like, man, it's happening. You know, this is happening. It's crazy. And here comes one, comes waltzing through, probably about six yards stops. And it's like, I'm on top of this thing at this point, you know. So I'm like, do I wait for a better shot? Nah, I, I can make this shot. He's broadside, six yards, whatever. I'll just, I'll take it. Bust one down through it, probably 180 yards dead. And uh, that's when I first noticed the kill zones. With that angle, a little bit of deflection. Yeah, you know, right. I hit them good, and it came out like almost the same side. Right. Like it's just didn't didn't add up to me. So, guess we're going into it now. Yeah, <laughs> let's get into it, man. I mean, I killed this buck first week of the season, so he's up next. So that Friday comes up, and uh, I was working, brought all my stuff. I'm heading out right after work, man. I'm I'm going to my, my favorite spot, same spot I killed my 2017 buck in, and I'm making the walk up the hill. I'm 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 doing it, man. Like I love that stand. Yeah, I know. Just what you're the talking memories. About. And it's beautiful. Let me, it's let me a beautiful here. stand. Have you checked your cameras at this point? Do you know this deer's here? What what's going on? What's no, going through your head? Cameras are baking, man. Yeah. Cameras were baking for like three it. weeks at that point. Yep. And uh didn't check them yet. I was gonna check them on the way up. So the one I was going to leave go because it was just out of my way. So as I'm walking up, I grab the one card, a little bit out of the way, add a little bit to my walk, go up there, I go past that, that scrape camera, I grab that card, walk over right next to my stand, grab that card, climb up on my stand, and I'm checking cards at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even care about hunting at this point. I just want to see, you yeah, know? Right. Like, it's like opening up a, a birthday gift, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Every time. I love it. So... I got these new cameras this year, the uh, Stealth Cams, and they have their own card. Sweet. So, yeah, I mean, it was a decent price, but they weren't reading with my camera, with my uh, my reader. Uh. Only one out of three, for some reason, was reading. I could see how many pictures were there, yeah, but I couldn't view any of them. So, I had like 40, 50 pictures down by uh, where I shot Jimmy. I had 200 and... 50 pictures or so right by that scrape stand and then i had 462 pictures right in front of my stand (laughs) probably 10 yards from me you know that makes you feel good so i'm like i know deer are going through here but the only card that would read was the scrape one that's about 300 yards from me okay across the field so i started checking through that i'm like all right nice buck you know decent nothing like crazy yet like, all right, he's decent, and then I'm like, yeah, all right, he's goofy little one, you know, he got some years to come. And then there were some up-and-comers, you know, like like nice bucks, like next year, yeah, possibilities. Right. And then all of a sudden I'm like, what in God's name is that? <laughs> <laughs> and I have like three pictures of him, and I'm like, wow, dude, like this lives here? Yeah. And it just became like... The reality real. Of me it's real that this is this deer could possibly walk past me at any point now yeah now i get like you get that nervous feeling like <laughs> is he looking at me right now you know <laughs> yeah. like 
This deer lives here, and I'm over here screwing around my phone. So of course I continue to screw around my phone. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm why not? Like, I'm I'm sending everybody these pictures, and I'm looking more and more at it. And I'm like, I think he has two split brows, you know. And he has all this shit going on, and I can't even tell what he had going on. Just it are crappy pictures, but I could just tell he was a monster, like <laughs> bigger than I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And I'm sending it to McCoy. I'm sending it to Charles. I'm sending it to everybody. And not really the thing you should do, but <laughs> I'm, I'm just really excited at this point. And I gave him a name at that point. I named him Splits. I'm like, I think he has two split brows. And I'm texting McCoy. I'm like, dude, I think he has two split brows. And he's like, well, why don't you shoot him and then see for yourself or <laughs> something like that? Wise and I'm advice. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, Dear gods, man, the come DGs, on. The DGs, man. Take it easy, guy. Can't be cursing the DGs like that. <laughs> so time goes on, and it was a real warm day, and it started getting like real crisp. And as it started getting crisp, I'm just thinking every deer is going to come out right now, you know? Just this crisp feeling after a real warm day, you just know. So I'm like, all right, text McCoy. I'm like, dude, if I get lucky, are you coming up with a side-by-side? Help me out. He said, yeah. So I'm like, all right, dude, it's getting nice and crisp. I have a really good feeling. Deer are just going to start popping out. I got to I gotta get off the phone. <laughs> so about not even 10 minutes after I was texting him, here comes out this doe. She's hanging out, totally snuck up on me. Yeah, yeah. And she's probably about 37 yards. And... I get up and for some reason, like I've always questioned with this stand, should I shoot a doe there? You know? Yeah, I get that. But I've never been the type to pass up meat. You know, I have a tag for it. I'm going to kill it. How much is going to mess up the area? You know, and I've always been having that fight with myself, but I'm just like, you know what? I'm I'm taking it, taking the shot. And (laughs) it was really stupid after just seeing a monster on my camera. But I went for it, whatever. So I'm looking at this deer, and it's behind some stuff. And I'm at the point where, like, for some reason, I feel, like, invisible, you know? Like, I'm I'm pulling up my binocs, I'm putting them down, I'm pulling my range fire, putting it down, <laughs> and the deer's just hanging out, doing its thing. <laughs> and finally, it steps out in this little gap, which kind of made it a challenge at this point. 37 yards, probably about a, a foot gap. I'm like, all right, I could do that. Pull back, fling one in there. She runs off, probably about 50 yards, falls down. I could see her belly. I could see the, the nocturnal. I'm, I'm fist pumping. I'm like, yeah, yeah man. Stoked. So I text with Coy. I'm like, hey, load up the side-by-side, buddy. Get ready. <laughs> He's like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, man. So I'm hanging out a little bit longer. I'm I'm still pretty pumped up. You know, I, I get pumped up over does, man. That heart gets racing. You I'm know, with you, you, man. You get there. So there's about nine minutes left of the hunt. And it's it's starting to get a little dark, and I look up in the field, dude, and there's this buck standing there, just hanging out, and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> that's him. Yeah, you know it has to be at this point in my head. I'm thinking the first buck I see is gonna be him. You know, <laughs> so it's a forward. <laughs> he's hanging out. I pull up the binocs, and I'm like, it's not him, but it's not him. Whoa, he's pretty cool. It was an eleven point. We ended up naming him Cupine. Cupine. And he had so much stuff going on up top, man. He had stacked G3. Ooh. You know, side by side G3 on Sick. one side, matching um, crab claws. He was just yep. like a Christmas tree, but he was just short. 
Yeah. You know, he just wasn't mature yet. He's a two and a half yeah. year old deer, I'm sure. He's going to be gnarly this and year. He made he it. He was just, he just, he just wasn't mature. You know, like right. you see that deer, and me and Charles are doing this competition this year. Uh, what quest, is it? Quest, quest Hunt. Quest Hunt. And, uh, I'm thinking even any other year, dude, I, I probably wouldn't have shot him first week, mm-hmm. but he was so cool. You know, it was almost like he had that that if factor of, I'm so cool that, you know. That character is going to get killed. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like, he was so cool. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm filming him. I, I, I almost grabbed the bow, dude. Like, I don't, I don't know. It was, it was, it was weird. You know, like, usually you see a, a deer and you're, like, killing it. Yeah, you know? right. Or letting it go. But it was just one of those moments. He was so cool. I I almost shot him. You're kind of torn but on that. But I one. also have this picture of monstrosity on my phone that is also a possibility the next six weeks of the season. So I let him go, and I'm filming him going across the, the field. He gets almost to the apple tree, which the apple tree is a cutoff. Mm-hmm. Can't shoot a deer past that. He gets about there, and I look up, and I see another buck standing where he was standing prior. Ew. And now I'm like, whoa. That might be him. Threw away my phone as quick as possible. Like, I felt like a teacher caught me texting or something. Like, I was like, oh. So, I pull up the, the binox, and this is the best thing about cameras, dude. Like, once you get a picture of a deer and you see it, you know. You know who You pick is. up the qualities. I mean, you know, and it's like you see the split brows. I, I pick up the binox, and I see the split brows, and I'm like, that's him, dude. Put down the binox, ready to kill Usually, you know, with that lighting, there's there's five minutes left at this point. Or yeah. Six minutes left at this point because it all happened real quick. Uh, I see that, and normally with that lighting, you would be looking at the buck. You're like, is it a shooter, isn't it, you know? Because at 45 yards, they don't look as big as they do right here on this table. Right, you know? right. So put down the binox. I'm ready to kill, dude. And he's standing there, and he's just like king of the hill. You know, like, literally, like, I don't know, just this monster, like, he just owns that property. You know, he's just walking like it, you know? You got this big old brisket on you know, big old chest. Oh, yeah, man. And he's standing there broadside 45 yards, and I'm thinking, screw it, dude. I don't want anything messing this up. He could turn around right now. He could smell me. Anything could happen in between here and there that could mess up this hunt for me. And this is the biggest buck I've ever seen in my life. And he's standing broadside at 45 yards, sniffing something, you know? Yeah. So I got that HHA this year. I got a set on 25, okay? And I shot for probably eight years of my life with a 25 pin only. I'm super comfortable shooting out to 45 yards with it, set at 25. But I'm thinking, he's feeding. I could I could switch it over to 45. You got time to dial it in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I look down, and I'm like... No, I can't do that. Like, w- watch, I'll, I'll dial it into 45, he'll come into 20, and then I'll, I won't know what to do. So, I say, screw it, I'm shooting. I pull back on him. As soon as I come to full draw, dude, he starts coming down right towards me. Turns right towards me, starts coming down. That was a good and call. And now I'm just like, <laughs> my heart's racing. I'm thinking, how long is this stand down going to happen, you know, like... How long until I get a shot? Because I'm not shooting at this monster buck with a bow held back for two minutes. Yeah, you, know? you got your bow back already. You're, you're so, stuck. Yeah. Yeah. So thankfully, he, he turned around, and as he turned his head, 
I let down as gracefully as possible and never heard a thing. All good. He starts cutting across and he starts broadsiding around 30. So I start pulling back. He cuts towards me again. I let down. So I got a tree out in front of me a couple, probably 10 yards. And I'm thinking he gets behind this tree. Once his head gets behind this tree, I got from the tree to the apple tree to shoot him. After that, he's gone forever. So as soon as he gets his head behind her, I'm pulling back again, and I'm, I'm letting him have it. Yeah, man. Gets his head behind her. I pull back real quick. I get set on him. I meep once. He does not flinch. So now, <laughs> now he's getting close to the apple tree. <laughs> oh, no. I'm getting nervous. I meep again a little louder. He Before he even came to an abrupt stop, dude, he's probably 22, 23 yards. I had it on his pocket already. Aim yeah. right at the heart. Boom. Slap one in there. And he runs off with my entire arrow almost sticking out of his body. No pass through. No pass through, dude. Like, shoulder, shoulder. And my heart just sank. Yeah, that's a horrible like, feeling. I'm thinking. What the so sound many... of the hit sound like? Was it that hollow watermelon or was it that shoulder fucking With all that whack. going on, man, I can't even tell no you what, what noise happened yeah, after that. Right. But I get it. All I saw. But it was weird because it was like the nocturnal was up by his neck. Yeah. But I saw that arrow sticking out, and it was just kind of goofy to me seeing it up there. It's like smacking off his neck. Yeah. And he's running running away like he's just prancing through a field. Like nothing is bothering him at all. And I just I just felt sick to my stomach, dude. So I'm texting everybody. Hey, I hit him. Blah blah. You know, I shot splits. I shot splits. We got to get it get a crew together. And at this point, like there's so many emotions going through me, like. I, I might have to chase this buck the rest of my season. I come out here almost every day and and just look for him because I know he's wounded, you know, and I'm just sick to my stomach. So I ended up uh, text McCoy, told him. So he comes up with a side-by-side. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to give a little bit of time, and then I'm going to get down, and I'll just meet you down there. And uh, we come back up. We grab the doe, load it up. We go out to the field. I'm like, all right, dude, we're going to start tracking this field. If we don't see crazy blood, like maybe it hit the heart or something, we're out. Get out, yeah. You know, <clears throat> I'm not I'm not forcing this. You learned your lesson on because, that. Because, yeah, the best that could happen here is, you know, I hit a lung, maybe one lung. And I don't think he's going to die within, you know, 100 yards with one lung. Let him go or, bring you know, a dog or something. Exactly. Yeah. So we start tracking the field. And it's like a little bit of blood here, a little bit of blood there. Lost him. So my one flashlight's dying. The other one's still good. He didn't bring a flashlight. Don't know why. <laughs> Who goes on a track job without a flashlight? So I'm like, all right, dude, take this doll one, start tracking the field a little better. I'm going to go over where, I'm going to go over to field line, just walk it down and see if I can see where he went in. So I ended up seeing where he went in and he bled like a little bit better. Yeah. But it was still... Nothing crazy. Kind like, of spotty. I saw where he jumped in and where he jumped into the woods. Like, the whole tree was just kind of covered. Okay. But I think I was more because he jumped. Yeah. You know, because right. there wasn't... I was looking into the, the wood line and I couldn't see any more blood on the ground. You know, it wasn't like he was pouring out. So, I'm like, all right, I'll come back tomorrow. I'm not forcing this thing. If he gets chewed up by some coyotes, he gets chewed up by some coyotes, you know. Single lung on a big buck. Hmm. They can go a long way on a single exactly. one. Exactly. Yeah. Even longer on a shoulder. That's true. <laughs> you know? That's very true. So we back out. I'm texting everybody. 
So I get home and I'm just a nervous wreck, you know. I got all these camera pictures I'm looking at now. End up getting an argument with my girlfriend because she wants to look at the house the next day. You know, like we're we're looking for a house. She wants to look at the house. I'm like, listen, I shot the biggest buck of my life. Exactly, it's not happening. I shot the biggest buck of my life. There, I, I don't care how long this track takes. I'm probably not going to make the whole house thing. You know? Yeah. She's like, well, how long is it going to be? I'm like, well, we're going to look for quite some time. Forty five minutes to twelve hours. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to look for quite some time. Then we'll probably do a pot body search if ever everything goes bad. And then somebody's going to call it. Mostly the guy that, that shoots a deer usually calls it. So she's all mad at me. And now I'm, I'm sitting on the couch and I'm just clicking through pictures, dude. And I'm checking the ones right by my stand. I'm checking them all, you know. So I'm checking the 462 right next to my stand. And he daylighted. That was the third time he daylighted in front of my stand that week. Oh, man. Yeah. So... It was him and that 11-point old cupine. They were hanging with each other all three days. I got them on all three of my cameras, dude. And I'm getting all these angles. I probably have 200 pictures of this buck showing up on my cameras. And I'm seeing all the angles, and it's just making me so much more of a nervous wreck at this point. Just you know? put your phone down. <laughs> yeah. I'm seeing this. I'm seeing that. I'm like, he has more points than I thought. You know, he's a... He's a 13. He's a 14. Oh, wait, he's 15. You know, I'm like, what is going on here with this dude? And I'm sending it to everybody. And so that night, I'm, I'm loading up my crew, man. I'm getting as many people as I can. So a buddy of mine, I used to work with the steel mill. He's like, hey, you need somebody. I'm in. You yeah. Know, I work tonight. I'm off in the morning. I get off at 6 in the morning. I'll, I'll meet up with you. I said, you're in, dude. You're, you're coming to help me. Yeah. I got Ferletta and I got my brother, Russ. So... We had it in the morning. We got a plan. So Russ and Ferletta, they're going to come up past uh, Russ's stand down this little valley, and they're going to poke up to where I lost blood. So they're going to check that whole valley for blood, carcass, whatever. And then me and Brandon, we're going to come around, and we're going to start tracking the blood from where we left off. So we're tracking blood, tracking blood. It comes to a stop at this bush, and it's, did he go left? Did he go right? You know, we lose him completely. So... I throw my panic chew in, you know, like <laughs> when I'm tracking deer, I throw a chew in. Things just got real, you know, I'm yeah. starting to get real nervous. I throw in my panic chew and I see for and Russ just lollygagging up the hill, just heads up in the air. I'm like, dude, the deer's going towards you. Get your head on the ground. Look for blood. What are you doing? You know, like they, they forgot they were tracking the biggest buck of their life, you know? So I yell at him a couple times and... They come over and we're like, all right, you either went left or you went right. We're trying to figure this out. And we're standing there trying to figure it out. And all of a sudden, Ferletta's like, dude, there's a deer ass right there. And I'm like, no way. Like, there's so many thoughts going through my head. Like, is there another deer dead right here? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. what's going on? There's no way with that shoulder shot, this deer's dead within 100 yards. So I grab him by the back and I'm looking. <laughs> I'm trying to see what he sees, you know. <laughs> and I'm looking, looking. Finally, I see the deer ass, and it's only right in front of us, but the bush was in the way. We couldn't actually see. It was probably 20, 20 yards or so in front of us, and I start sneaking up on it, dude, and it, it died in between these two trees, so I couldn't see antlers at all. I could just see its ass. Yeah. I come around, dude, and I just see this ginormous rack, <laughs> and I lost it, dude. <laughs> I'm like, let's fucking go. <laughs> I scream, dude. I'm I'm fist pumping. Everything built up. I just lost it, dude. Like, I thought I was going to cry when I saw this deer. 
if the track was longer, I probably would have. <laughs> but <laughs> seeing it that soon, like I didn't have the build up yet, and I'm high five and I'm going nuts, dude. So finally, I put my hands around this thing, man. We drag it out and drag it out from the trees, and yeah, we're looking at it and we're all just like jaws to the ground, man. Like we didn't even expect, even with all the pictures, we it didn't expect to see this deer dead within 100 yards it was just this is an amazing feeling man dude that's absolutely yeah. incredible now was, i know what happened because i was there when you were cutting your deer up let's get into why this deer died so fast hmm. when you thought it was a shoulder shot but you know you've been worried about these broadheads they haven't been getting the you know the pastors that you're thinking about the penetration yeah. that you really want let's get into it a little bit what happened first of all let me back up just one second unreal deer dude congratulations yeah. like that's a once-in-a-lifetime deer in Pennsylvania, hands down. In, in, in most places, that's a big no deer doubt. anywhere. Yeah, it's a shooter in pretty much any state in the, in, in the United States. And if you're going to pass on this deer anywhere, I'm going to call you a liar. Yeah. You're, you're either hunting, you know, manicured, like, Drury property. Yeah. Or, you know, you got a deer farm somewhere. Because to pass this deer up with the character and the size and the age, there's no way. What it measure? 160. Two one sixty three one sixty three and some change yeah, yeah. and an eighth I think huge and a half or something like that yeah, yeah one sixty three and a half with that tape and a yeah. half with yeah with yeah we're not gonna talk about the we're trophy not gonna talk tape, about the tape that we use mm-hmm. Re- reality <laughs> right around one sixty three yeah unreal man freaking huge deer yeah yeah I'm sure he'll he'll stay in the one sixties I'm gonna get him officially measured I would I would for sure put him in the books man not that I really care but why not you He's just want to know you know yeah yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, what happened was when I hit him, the arrow tip missed the shoulder blade by like a fraction of an inch. Yeah. Barely, barely missed it. So the first blade hit that shoulder blade real hard, crippled the blade, like totally twist it. And then the, the, the arrow deflected upwards into his chest cavity. And when he started running, it twisted that. That's why I saw that uh, nocturnal smack off his neck. Yeah. It twists the arrow. And when it twists the arrow, it just wiped out his one lung into like just nothing, dude. Yeah. Basically. Wiped out his one lung. <laughs> and that's what killed him so He just quick, started dude. killing himself real mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. Just basically. Whap, 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 whap. Yeah. Just <laughs> it's like once that lung was swiped out, man, he probably lungs. laid down and I don't know how long he laid there, but he... He was probably, probably not long, quick. man. Yeah, he wasn't alive. Very and long I didn't at all. expect that. I mean, nobody does. No, and I, I don't regret one bit waiting. No, I wouldn't either. Nobody would. No, no, I wouldn't either, man. The thing, the thing with that though, like the reason it was so deadly is because you were so far forward that you got like that front part of the lung where the biggest parts that big load of all that arteries and yep. all of everything that comes through the veins and arteries. The biggest stuff comes through there into the heart. So when you hit them up there and you cut straight through like that, you are just absolutely annihilating the main blood source in and out mm-hmm. of his heart, basically. You know, if you would have done the same thing and cut off a giant chunk of his back lungs, like in the top part, you wouldn't have had the same effect. Yeah. It would have been basically yeah. a one-lung shot. And some deer can actually live through stuff like that. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. You know, because when you get – when if you think about it, the, the, all of those arteries and everything are real big towards the heart, and then they all just finger out – a million times and they get smaller and smaller so the farther back the lungs you are the less damage you're doing to the blood flow back and forth absolutely you know and oxygen 
But when you get them in tight like that, I mean, it's just freaking devastating. Another thing that plays into it, you were kind of worried about the blood. It wasn't that much blood. You didn't get a pass through. Right. So you're yeah. only bleeding out of one part of it, you know, and that well, the hole gets plugged up. the arrow stuck in there, too, yeah. The mm-hmm. arrow's stuck in there. And a high hit. On a high hit, that blood has got to fill the whole way up in that cavity to start pouring out. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's always tough, man. Yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm really glad you waited, man. I mean, you've learned from shots in the past, like Jimmy. Yeah, I don't know. You, if you we were ever concerned about Jimmy, that one. But yeah, it, that was. But you guys pushed him a little bit. Yeah, was, definitely, definitely. Had you Jimmy. not pushed him, you might have got him. You might not have. You never know. Yeah, we or that could have been a one long hit too. Yeah, we or someone else, and that was definitely a one long hit. Someone else or us pushed that deer or something else. I mean, there's oh, a lot there's of coyotes, coyotes everywhere on that out there. Yeah. A lot. That that couldn't because he betted a lot and kept getting up even after we stopped tracking him the, the first time and went back the second time we found I don't know how many beds he laid down and got up, lay yeah. down and got up, lay down and got up. He's also and, running, so and, yeah, yeah, and it's that hard to stuff say. was all frozen over, yeah. completely solid. I've seen injured deer get up multiple times and totally they don't yeah. even know they're injured. They maybe they just think, oh, my stomach hurts. I'm yeah. gonna lay down for a little bit and then they get back up and they're. Yeah, I mean, he was chasing, Looking he was dogging does. Yeah. It was, there's yeah. snow in the ground, you know, but yeah, this one was a little different. You know, initially I was like, dude, go get him. Like at this point, you know, there's really no reason to wait in my mind. I was thinking, you know, there's no reason to wait. You, you either killed him or you didn't, you know what I mean? At that point, you either killed him or you didn't. He's going to be dead in a hundred yards or you're just not going to find him basically because yeah. it's not like you hit him back. You didn't hit liver. You didn't hit guts. You know, you're, it's a forward shot. You know, pump his pump his heart out, pump him to death. You know, run him to death. But then, and then, when you really listen to like the dog trackers and stuff, you, as a physical human being, you can't track a deer fast enough to do it. With a no. dog, you can. <clears throat> you can literally run him to death, basically, with a dog. You know, but regardless, yeah. they it clawed out, up so and who then cares? they're gone forever. <laughs> yeah, you that's, know, that's with that's a shorter a shot. Yeah, because we've done that. We've done that on deer. Like the one I shot, my first ever archery buck, technically that I'll claim was a spike when I was a little kid and, you know, a nice spike. And we were tracking a deer that deer bled like a pig. You know, we left him overnight, jumped him the next morning and just kept tracking him. He bled like a pig the entire time. We left, let him lay, came back, you know, four hours later after that, after letting him all, all night, came back the next morning or the ne- after that, after breakfast, jumped him out of his bed. He was laying with his head down. My dad was like, yes, deer jumps up and freaking takes off <laughs> yeah we're like oh we and find he, him a he never bled week again later yeah we found him a week later what, like 800 yards away yeah probably about 800 yards away across the entire property where he jumped up yeah dead laying there and i mean i still took his, i still took his antlers absolutely it was my deer you know and no denying it that was my deer yeah yeah that runs me back to like the, the first time we ever used a dog yeah my swamp box jeez I mean, there were crazy emotions on that. I mean, you came out while well, you were there when we when I killed it. But I mean, you came out. Johnny came out. Ferletta came out. We all tracked that deer for hours, yep. hours. And that blood was so spotty after that rain. And we jumped that deer. We backed out. And we called the blood dogs. And you yeah. know, we weren't even sure that that was going to happen. That they were even going to come out. And it, it ended up happening the next day. And emotions were so high. I was so sick to my stomach that I killed this deer. Mm-hmm. It was horrible. And then. Let it right to it. And Joey was talking about, dude, I almost cried when I found the deer. I almost did too, man. It was horrible. Yeah. It was when absolutely you think you're never going to find a deer. Yeah. And then you do. Unreal. You feel like 
the emotions are so high at that point, it's a possibility, yeah. especially something like this. You like, feel funny. <laughs> I was thinking it was going to happen, but finding with on her in a, inside a hundred yards yeah. was completely different. It was just, it was more shock. Yeah. You know, it was just like, wait a second. There has to be, this ha- like a deer must have died right here, <laughs> you know? So yeah, I mean, that day was just awesome, man. Like, like I've said a thousand times you're you're the man that day you know and it's just an awesome feeling and everybody's coming down see the deer you know it's just like there's multiple people like so many people are coming down just you came down you gave me a beer <laughs> I started, I'm, I'm i'm too deer deep butchering at this point you know yeah. <laughs> honestly it's funny man i came up i brought you that beer i, I figured you'd need a beer i don't know you're cutting up i did beer, man i did but that was the first – this deer right here, this giant freaking massive deer. This is the first deer my daughter's ever seen. Wow. And probably the biggest deer she's Didn't ever seen. Didn't think about that. <laughs> Dude, it was, it was unreal. It was unreal. She was looking at it and just had no idea what she was looking at. But Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry that he ruined your daughter's life forever. And I know. She's never going to get she's to see daddy never gonna kill She's never going to see shoot one like that. <laughs> <laughs> or her standards are going to be so high. Yeah. yeah. You know, she's going to be like she's, eight years old. She's going to be hunting with a crossbow. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that, Pope and Young Buck. We're going to let that one pass Yeah, dad. she's going to be passing on 140s. You're, you're going to be grabbing the, the gun off her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. That, that, that honestly, that was first week of the season. That was a hell of a start to a season. Yeah. To say the least. You ever, te- you ever shoot a buck that early? Mm, I My oh, first yeah. archery kill. Was a nine point, you know, he was nowhere close to this. He might have been like a hunter class. That's a nice buck though, I've seen Yeah, him. and uh, he opening was first morning. day. Opening oh. morning. First day, second year of archery. First time having a, a real good bow, you know. Yeah. I got a nice little Fred bow, Fred Bear, and uh, yeah. Did you say second it, day or second year? Second year. Okay, I was going to say. I started was, when I was 13. Yeah, it was opening day. I was stupid day, when I was sure. young. I, I told my dad when I was young, I was like, he's like, you want to get into archery? I said, why would I shoot a deer with a bow when I could shoot him with a gun? <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on you, sucker. That's yeah, just boy, stupid, dad. <laughs> I learned there was six weeks and it was so much better. Oh, man. So but much yeah, better. Yeah. Uh, it was awesome. But, you know, one thing that that took away from was the buck fever at the end of the year. You know, like you get the rut going, you get like that buck fever going where you're like in this constant rush. To get a, a a deer and you're grunting and you're yeah, doing all the calling and yeah. stuff like that, that's awesome to me. You know the chase. Yeah, it took away from the chase, and I felt like I don't know. You got it all was, these doe weird, tags burning a hole in your pocket. Like you can't be mad. It's 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 a once in a lifetime buck, like Humongous. you said. But but it just I had like this sadness inside me that I couldn't go running after bucks, you know, and, yeah. and grunting and and rattling and doing all that cool stuff. But yeah. I mean, so did you – all right, so your box out of the way. You got a doe tag out of the way. You got all these doe tags. Yeah. Did you see any more just like real nice box when you were doe hunting? I, I feel like I that kind of happens. No? I don't think no? so. I don't think I did. Okay. okay. I think that only happens when you shoot like average bucks. Then you see monsters. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you shoot a monster first week of season, you're not going to see another monster. Like the gods gave you one gift. Yeah. Okay. You know? Okay. That's it. That's what you got. But you shoot that like – Typical eight point. You yep. see a freaking giant. If you would have shot a one ten or a one twenty, or or even cupine, the gods would have gave him a one eighty. This boy was coming out behind him. You know, imagine <laughs> wow. kicking yourself. Imagine in your ass that. Yeah. Imagine me shooting cupine. Yeah, he runs off, and all of a sudden I see big boy 
just staring at me. Standing there watching <laughs> like the whole going, thing. You idiot. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but that's, yeah. And that's the thing. We get that all the time. You know, guys always ask. We take some videos of some deer that are PA big. Yeah. You know, but they're young. We know they're young. And we take videos of them. We pass on them. And oh, how could you pass a deer like that? How could you pass a deer like that? Put this rack on the table. Uh-huh. Put the buck he shot, uh, you know, in rifle last year on the table because that's the year that we're really referring to. Him and I both passed on a very young eight yeah, point. Exactly. That was 110, 115 inches probably. It was a nice deer. It was respectable for PA. It was a, it was a very nice deer. You and know, he but really wanted shot too. He, like, he to literally die. went 15 yards with, between both of us. I mean, could, like 15 what? yards from you and then 15 yards from me like, the next day. Dude, how funny. And it was one of those moments where you're like, yeah. Like right I, under I just me. want to kill a deer. You, you know, think like about you, it. the demons start rushing in your body. Your Listen. blood starts pumping. You're like, man, I just want to kill. I'm not going to say my <laughs> release didn't hit my string twice on that deer, but it did. <laughs> but how how funny would even... that have been if that same deer is this deer on the table right now? Oh, that, no way. No way. Listen. Listen. That a deer would have had to. A year growth? No way. A year way. growth? 50 you never inches, know. man. No way. <laughs> I even mentioned. You never know. I even mentioned how hard it was to get my release on the Have bow. you ever seen this deer before? Seeing him. I was shaking so hard. I couldn't even get my release on, dude. I had to stop and tell myself, hey, calm down. Put your release on. Man, no, I'm kidding. And it was. I never had that problem before. You know what problem I've shot I've big had? bucks. Never had that problem. Dude, you let your you had your bow back for a while, right? And you got it down. I've had that problem where I got it down and I couldn't get my bow back again because I was cold. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. then I'm just like, you pull as hard as you can, just uh, ah, you just can't get super it back. Saint it's, like, right now? it's like unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, I'm I mean, that deer. so at that point, my year was off to a fantastic start. I got three deer down, and now I have to set new goals because I. I just accomplished the biggest goal of my life, you know, <laughs> shooting a deer over 150. For now. You know, and <laughs> so at that point, I'm like, all right, here's my next goal. I want to kill a deer with a recurve, yeah. and I want to fill all my tags. Yeah. You know, so I go out. Uh, we went out to our farm property, and uh, I played the situation right. It was super windy. I'm thinking they're going to be out in the field, you know. So the wind starts dying down in the, the day, and I told Charles multiple times, I'm like, dude, they're going to be out in the field. They're going to be out in the field. Saw a ton of deer that day. Had one fly underneath me and stopped, like, right underneath me. And at that point, I'm just, I'm flinging arrows, you know? Yeah, oh yeah. I'm filling up the freezer. Put one down through it. Cold track job. Uh, amazing. Uh, like I said, I was still pumped up. Even after shooting this guy, I was still fist pumping and just crazy the i feel mercer. like i'm the same way man i get that. jacked over shooting yeah. does talking about the mercer deer yeah yeah so the crazy part about that when we were tracking it, you remember that uh we start tracking it me him and sam and we're tracking it tracking it and we start getting through like some like uh jagger bushes and stuff like that and all of a sudden i got stabbed by my own arrow oh it was laying oh, on yeah. the ground in the With uh the broadhead facing straight up at an angle yeah in the in the freaking he thorn booby bush. trapped me, yeah, <laughs> and it it punctured my my boot. If I didn't have uh like lacrosse high boots on, it probably could have went into my leg. You know, I you think you're walking, yeah, and yeah, that could have been really bad. Yes, yeah, you don't think yeah. about that stuff. You couldn't see the nocturnal or anything. It was in the no, it was, it was buried it was, in the ground. Wow. Well, I thought it was broken, wasn't it? 
No, it was buried was in the ground, buried. and it was just it was yeah, sick. You couldn't up. see it at all. Unreal. I thought it was broken. I couldn't remember. Yeah. That's why I thought you couldn't see the nocturnal. So, but, and then, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll wrap up the season real quick. So, after that, you know, I got two tags left, four deer down. I started bringing out the recurve, I believe. Yeah. I brought out the recurve a couple times out our uh, Butler County spot, and... Never really had a chance. I, I borrowed your ghillie suit yeah, off you. Yeah, you took the old ghillie I'm, suit. I'm hanging out in the ground because at that point, you know, I I felt somewhat comfortable with it, but I'm still not like a, a, a pro yet yeah, with man. it. And I'm thinking if I get up in a tree stand, it's just going to throw off my, my brain. I won't know where to aim, you know? <laughs> so I'm thinking I'll ground hunt. I'll get into some, you know, little thick area, cover myself up, wear the ghillie suit. and Didn't have anything really come close to me. But it was cool, you know. Yeah. And after you kill a buck, it's it's awesome that you're able to do things like that you normally can't. Yeah. You know. You get to try the stuff that you want to try. Exactly. If you don't have yeah. a buck tag, you're not you don't have the ball. That's to do the it. exact yeah. reason I got a recurve. I'm thinking once I fill the buck tag, I'll bring it out. You know, to kill a doe with that would be awesome. Yeah. So ended up I was up the mountains and uh, I got one with my bow, and then. uh comes into gun season and i still got one tag left so i was going up to that butler spot again and i text my dad him and my nephew were going out and i was just seeing where they were at so i'm not you know bothering with them so as i'm driving up there i'm texting him and he's in the exact same spot i was gonna go so i'm like well you you have a doe tag that's all i have he's like no just little little johnny all you got is a buck tag so i'm like all right maybe maybe i'll join up with you guys you don't mind yeah so I hung with them, and it, and it was awesome, man. You know, getting to hunt with my dad again. <laughs> and, and the the upcoming generation, you know. Yeah, man. Getting to hunt with my nephew. That was pretty cool. Yeah. You know, showing him some things, you know, teaching him some things, talking to him. And we saw a ton of deer that day, probably like 11 deer. Oh, no kidding. And they were all just skirting us, skirting us, skirting us. And then finally, uh, 10, 15 minutes left in the hunt, my dad goes, hey, your deer come right at you. It comes down, and it's stops and staring right at us <laughs> and i'm like stop moving <laughs> yeah honestly. you know like they can't see it anymore but i can <laughs> i got the scope on it and it was weird man i was just i couldn't even keep the scope on the thing my scope's like circling this deer i couldn't even keep it on it it's so weird i've never done that before and then finally i i calmed down i take a deep breath bust one in and she went about 80 yards dead and it was just awesome showing them I got it his first year. He got his first year this year, so that's so awesome. Uh, I got to show him then how to gut a deer. You know, we we blooded him and everything. You know, but the put the blood cross on his forehead. Yeah, that man. was awesome this year. <laughs> and uh, I got to show him how to gut a deer again. You know, and it was just cool, just hunting with your, your pops again. You know, because yeah, we had some good times back in the day when he used to be my my guy, your you mentor, know? man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's awesome going back like that you know getting back to your roots yeah like, especially on a rifle hunt at that spot yeah. i mean i think all of us have started our rifle hunting off at that spot i mean besides the mountains yeah it's always like the mountains first day but then once you leave the mountains it's like that's the spot yeah yeah you know i've shot so many deer i've shot deer with him up on that same area pretty much you know multiple occasions and we've killed a lot of deer out of there together it was you know that is pretty cool that's awesome man it's so funny to me like we just got done talking a story about shooting this monster buck. Joe was cool. 
calm and collective, just freaking shot this buck, no problems. <laughs> then we come to like last day. Not when rifle. I put the release on. <laughs> Can't even Believe get a me. scope like saddled on this doe. Right? Uh, <laughs> on an 80 pound doe. <laughs> it's hilarious. You're awesome, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. It happens sometimes, man. Sometimes something's just right that you just get really nervous. It's usually the first year of the year. Yeah, but man. For some reason, sometimes. But like the thing with the, with bucks, man, I've always been locked in. Yeah. You know, I see the antlers, I go, shooter, put my binox down, I'm locked in, I'm kill mode. Yeah. You know, I feel like the only times I ever shook was just like a random, like, first deer of the year or something, you know? I'm with you. Because even like when I, I shot Mr. Big last year with my gun, last day, you know, and I knew it was most likely Mr. Big, there was no shaking, dude. I was steady as a rock. That's unreal, man, You know, dude. like, you just get in that kill mode, like, once you get there, it's, Yeah. I feel like a lot of the time, I feel like I talked about it on here before, too. When it comes to killing, pretty solid. Yeah. But as soon as I let that freaking thing fly. Your whole I'm body just turns into a mush, dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm lucky I can get out of the tree. It's horrible. I mean, it's just like your follow-up on that deer that we <clears throat> talked about. You had a track with the dog. Like, to try to make a follow-up shot after something like that? I did. I, I did. I freaking sailed one. It, like, that deer was <clears throat> barely moving away at, like, it was like 60, 60, 60 yards. yards, something like yeah. that, dude. I just Why not put sailed one over. Out there? And just, I was trying to get another bleeder on it, and I just but I never couldn't found even that imagine, either. couldn't even imagine trying to hold steady after shooting an initial shot at like 20-ish, 25 yards. Yeah. And then the deer runs off, and you got to try to shoot another <laughs> shot after that adrenaline dump. Like, unreal, dude. Unreal, man. It's unreal. one good thing about you guys doing these long shoots, you know. Yeah, that's you a target at 120 yards, you know. Yeah. That's the thing with, with that is, you know. It's it's not about killing the deer anymore. It's more about even getting a bleeder. I was if trying anything. to get a bleeder yeah. on that, yeah. One. you know, because yeah. you already got the kill shot in there. You know, he's most likely gonna die, but you might not get blood. You know, yeah. it might be gut, like like in your instant. You know, yeah, you have right. gut, so you're not gonna get that blood. So you get a leg shot in there, get some blood, get you to where you could find him and injure him. A little I mean, bit more. I mean, we want to kill them as quick as possible, yeah, obviously. Absolutely. But bad We're shots not happen. Try wounding a deer, but at that point, you you almost already wounded them, or you know, you put a kill shot in there, but you're just trying to quicken the process. You know, yeah. do yeah. this is at that point. I knew as soon as that bow went off, I knew it was back, mm-hmm. and I yeah. was like, oh no. And at that point, I was literally just – I was panicking trying to get an arrow mm-hmm. on my bow, which was horrible, That's trying to get the really knock tough. where it was supposed to go. Everything's shaking. Yeah. Everything's shaking. And then I got my – I dialed my – I, like, took a quick range of where he was heading. And, like, I just – I had in my HHA and I set my pin. Yeah. I think I set it for, I don't even know, 65 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I got my bow back. And as soon as it hit that spot, I just let it – like, I just sailed it. But <laughs> 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 it happens, though, man. Yeah. Mean, I will say right now, with where I stand, I, I just bought a brand new site. I got the – didn't I tell you I got a new site? No, you didn't. I got a CBE awesome. Engage Hybrid 3-pin slider. Sweet. It's I like it. It's freaking sick. My bottom pin's my floater. I like it. But I will tell you right now, I'm going to have those 3-pins. The reason I got 3-pin, I'll have them set for 20, 30, and 40, yep. just like last year with my previous 3-pins, and that's what I'll hunt with. But if I shoot a deer, you know, say whatever distance, and the deer runs off, I'll – Within 70 yards right now, I feel fully confident I can put a kill shot on that deer up to 70 yards right now. Interesting. I could not tell you that ever before in my life. But after doing tack and after doing the shoot. You're feeling confident. I I have more confidence in my ability because I put myself out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Especially attack. 
I mean, we took a 120-yard shot on a caribou, and I hit the target. That's unheard of. Like, that is unheard of. Just send it mode, right? So it, all of these shots that we do attack, they're like 96 yards, 95, 107. I mean, we had a whole handful of shots over 100 yards, right around 100. Those 60, the rest of the course was pretty much like 60-ish was yep. your average probably. Um, those 40-yard shots, 50, 70. We had a 83-yard black bear in yeah. the dark, basically. I mean, you just crush those shots, and it's ridiculous. I I couldn't confidently tell you that I could shoot in the backyard at 60 yards and feel comfortable that I would hit the target, and now I can. Come over here, man. I shoot 65 here all the time. I know. I'm telling you right now, I'm, I feel confident I could do it. Because when it comes down to that 20-yard I don't want to call it a chip shot, but the 20-yard chip shot when you're in a tree, so much easier, man. It's weird, though. It's a different focus. It's so weird. It is. It absolutely is. Like a 35-yard, you know, after doing tack and then going to the shoot. The shoot, it was basically, like I said, 40 and in. And some of them shots, it was just like, man, I just lose focus on them sometimes, though, because I was so used to those long bombs. But now I'm trying to thread through needles and do that kind of thing. Yeah, It's a different kind of focus. It is. And in both helped me as an archer 1000 percent. yeah you know so now i'm feeling pretty good i'm feeling really confident about growing camo cares getting better it's yeah. all like about it, man, man. I'm, I'm <clears> i always say that you gotta be like you gotta be like one with your bow you know like it's a part of your body yeah you know that's the thing about shooting shoot 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 you know and even those it's 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 awesome like i haven't done a shoot in a while but it's 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 a blast man especially at right before the season you get a good oh, good yeah 3D shoot in, yeah, you so know. Much fun. Yeah, it's it's great, especially once it. you get up in the air. Oh yeah, you know? yeah. yeah, different feeling, different, totally different. I'm excited about it. And Joe, you brought up shooting a recurve earlier. That's the one reason why I haven't got into back into traditional shooting. I just don't have the time to shoot, 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 yeah. shoot. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's the only thing to. that's holding me back. And you have to when you get into that. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your compound. <clears throat> you do. You can pick it up, shoot a group at 60 yards. And now, once we're getting into camo cares here. I'll just start shooting my bow until season now. Yeah. But I haven't touched it for yeah. months. Maybe maybe months. shoot tomorrow, bud. I will. I will. <laughs> but you know what, guys? We're getting there closer on time. We haven't done this in a while. Joe, I'm putting you on the spot, dude. What's one piece of advice that you would give to a new hunter? Wow. Ooh. I feel like I answered this before. You probably have. I probably asked you before. Uh, stay patient and don't let other people... Influence? Influence you in shooting a different deer you know yeah absolutely shoot what you want exactly if you're a new hunter shoot what you what you like you know whatever gets your heart pumping yeah whether it's a hunter class you know anything legal that gets your heart pumping shoot it man yeah you know you'll grow to that state that stage in your life where you know you're you're holding on those deer but just do what you gotta do man you know and get your kills in get some doe tags like i know some some hunters, uh, my one buddy I used to work with, his dad wouldn't let him shoot any doe on the property, which is super old school, and it just didn't make any sense to me. So he'd just have a buck tag, and he's just getting an archery. And now he's shooting at these monster bucks, you know, because he had big bucks on the property. I'm sure. And he's missing them, but he's not prepared. You know, that's another thing. killed anything Get before. your, first off, you know, get some kills under your belt, and then, you know, Get prepared. Get a rangefinder. You didn't have a rangefinder. You know, it's like, oh, man. how can you blame yourself at that point? You didn't have a rangefinder. You know, you just weren't prepared. And he missed on this monster buck the one year. And he texts me, goes, man, I think I'm going to stop hunting 
archery. Oh, I go, buddy. that makes zero sense, dude. You've been hunting this property for how long just gun hunting it? And you haven't had a chance at a monster like this yet because they're running past you a thousand miles an hour, you know, or they're getting kicked on the next person's property. You're seeing this natural movement in archery season and you're going to give it up? <laughs> well, how does that make sense? So, yeah, just, and if he would have had a couple does on his belt and he would have been better prepared. Nice and cool. He could have probably killed and... that buck, yep. you know? Yep. But, I don't know. That's, I know, that's, I've done my fair share of missing and... Oh yeah, everybody. If you if you archery <laughs> hunt, and you say you have a master. Thing, or anything, come back, man. Come yeah. back from that. Yeah. Because that last year's story. Go back, listen to that podcast, the the big big Jimmy podcast. Because what episode was that? You remember sixty something? I, 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 it but, was uh, the one, Mister Big and Jimmy. Jimmy, Mister Big and Ohio, Ohio Buck, Buck yeah. or something like that. It was labeled. I'm. I'm coming off of episode 64. I'm coming off of never losing, you know, a wall hanger in my life. You know, I went in the past eight years, eight bucks, six are on the wall. He'll be on the wall once I get him mounted. Yep. And last year was a disaster. Just out of nowhere. Did any, I, I missed, I literally hit two Pope and Young bucks inside a week. One in Ohio and then one in PA a target buck of mine that I was chasing all year. And I just drove harder, you know? Yeah. Like, I went up to the mountains after school, you know, got there at 1130, drove for two hours. Which I did that. Them into that. You know, yeah. like, you just got to <laughs> drive yourself forward in these points, you know? Like, you can't let missing a big buck get you down. No. Absolutely. Because I'll, you don't know what could be there the next day. No. And I'll tell your buddy, you know, the first six bucks that I shot at, I never recovered one of them, you know, outside of that spike that we recovered a couple weeks, a week later or whatever. You know, first six bucks, I did not recover. That's like tough, that man. is That is the ultimate low of all lows. And then, you know, I didn't, I mean, I shot my first buck with a rifle. I don't know. I was probably 19 years old or something like that. Yeah. You know? It's been a, it's been a one hell of a journey. It's tough, but like, but you, you never know, let it get you down. No, you know, and that's I, the thing. I've you just drive there, harder and harder. But I've been there. I've been to the point where I'm like, you know what? F this. I'm done. I'm quitting. I'll throw my bow off a bridge. Next morning, I'm in a tree stand. Yeah, absolutely, man. Because <laughs> yeah. there's nothing that's gonna get you back to where you need to be than being in the woods. Yeah, yeah. I agree, man. You know, like you said yesterday, work more. You know, no. My brain says work more hours. Work more hours. Work more hours. That's that's Johnny Utah's. You know that's his. Yeah. His, and it's not it's not work at your job more hours. It's it's work more hours in everything you do. Yeah. You mm -hmm. want to kill bigger bucks? Work more hours. Get out in the yard. You know. Shoot your yeah, bow. Shoot your bow. Put trail cameras you know? up. Um, scout. You know. Do the things you need to do to prepare yourself. You know. You can put that in all aspects of your life, and it it applies. Work yeah. more hours. Exactly. If you I know. didn't climb, uh, go up that hill for this guy, you know, I'd have been like, ah, I'm feeling a little lazy. I'll just bring my climber and I'll, I'll walk into the woods 40 yards, jump yep. up in a tree. What would I have saw that day? No. And that's a hell of a hike, man. I know Nothing. exactly where that's true. Yeah, it's a hike. It's a hike. And I took that hike so many times yeah. the past two years. Yeah. Like ever since I set up that stand, I've, I've been taking that hike and. I'm sweating. I'm out of shape, man. You know, <laughs> I'm not a large man, but I am out of shape. Like, yeah, dude. I'm halfway up that hill and I'm breathing heavy. 
But I make that hike because I know what's up there. Yeah. I know what's at the end of the rainbow, you know, and you got to do that. Like, it's not, I'm not saying you can't kill a deer 40 yards off the road, but find out if he's 40 yards off the road, you know, get back further, set up those cameras, do the work. Don't, don't come at me and say, oh, well, you know, you have a good property. Find a better property, man. You know, yeah. put in the work just because, you know, we put in the work. There's a lot of other people that hunt our same property. They don't exactly. kill these bucks. Exactly. They don't kill these bucks. And we they are get mad at us. They get, out there. They're jealous of us. They get mad. They, you know, they're trying to take over the property basically out from underneath us. That's the shit we're fighting with right now. It's yeah. just silly. Yeah, man. You know, because someone else is jealous of what we've accomplished because we've worked more hours, put more work in. Exactly. That's and the thing. It, it, you see that. You see people Everybody wants judging you and this and that because they can't do it. Yeah. Well, you're not putting in the same work as me, man. Just because <clears throat> I don't post everything on social media, me going out in the woods every day and, and seeing nothing, you know, or me, you know, going out after work and, and pushing, pushing, going up to camp, driving two hours, pushing, yeah, you man. know, going back to the furthest possible spot because I know there's bucks there and you just got to do that, man. If you want to be successful, you got to work more hours. Yep. Right on, dude. Right on. Joe, where can people find you, brother? <laughs> they can find me on uh, <laughs> Instagram if you like <laughs> or Facebook if you're feeling crazy. I post some hunting stuff towards the season. I like it. I like but, uh, it, dude. What's your yeah, Instagram, Instagram J-head-08 uh, or something? J underscore H-E-A-D-0-8. I like it. I like it. Yeah. And Joe Headland on Facebook. Yep. Dude, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate you. You're yeah. the first person when we came back in person. No more Zoom meetings unless that person's on the other side of the country. You know? Yeah, it was a blast, man. It's been a while. It's been it a feels while, like it's dude. been a while. At it least, has been. You know? It has. Yeah, it has. This has been good, man. I'm I'm stoked that we're back and rocking, man. Yeah. Next Absolutely. episode, I'm going to make a commitment here. Next episode, back in the Rack Shack. Ooh, wow. Rack Shack 2.0. Well, I didn't, I didn't know if you knew, but I actually scheduled that for tomorrow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Work more hours. Work, work more hours. hours. <laughs> I'm not sleeping tonight. <laughs> That's oh, good. Man. No, that was good, man. That's What an episode, huh? Yeah. Solid, wrap man. It up. All right, guys. Until next week. Distraction's real. The distraction is real. Let's go.